episode of Access Ability. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a plain black dress. Officially revealed during PlayStation's E3-adjacent State of Play presentation, Street Fighter VI is the latest in the Street Fighter series. The game looks set to be another 1v1 fighting game with hyper-realistic character designs, this time accented with big paint-splash style effects for certain high-impact attacks. While very little information about Street Fighter VI was actually revealed in that initial reveal trailer, outside of a little look at the art style and some of the starting roster, one of the more interesting things that's come to light since then is the addition of a simplified control scheme called Modern Mode. This is designed for players who struggle with things like quarter-circle inputs and long combo strings, and instead has something a lot more akin to a Super Smash Bros. style of inputs. Basically, you have a dedicated button for special attacks, and you can use your analog stick to modify which special attack is done, and a lot of the complexity of executing some attacks in Street Fighter VI is swapped out for a much more simple way of doing that. As a gamer with disabilities that impact my memory as well as my coordination, I've talked a lot on this channel about the fact that I love playing fighting games in theory, but I often really struggle to play them in practice, because I struggle to remember combo strings and then execute them on command with precision. The idea of a control scheme for Street Fighter VI that would make it both easier for me to remember inputs and execute on them was something really interesting to me from an accessibility perspective, so this past week I contacted Capcom and they invited me to their London offices to play an hour of the game and try out their new modern control scheme. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about Street Fighter VI and its new simplified modern control scheme. We're going to talk about how the new simplified modern control scheme works, how it compares to the classic control scheme and what limitations there are if you're playing on modern, and we're going to talk about the ways that certain games in the past, including Street Fighter IV on the 3DS, have also tried to lower barriers to input complexity for special moves. So, how does the new simplified control setup work compared to the game's classic controls? Well, it works by trading a little top-end flexibility for a reduced barrier to entry for play. Rather than featuring the classic control scheme's six buttons for selecting light, medium, and heavy, kicks, and punches, modern control mode features just three buttons, combining kicks and punches of a given weight into a single button, with attacks selected based on character and context. The remaining face button, triangle on PlayStation, is a special move button, and functions very similarly to the B button in Super Smash Bros. Generally, special moves are executed by pressing this button while having the analog stick pressed in a given direction. There are a few exceptions, such as one of Chun-Li's special moves needing you to specifically hold a direction long enough to charge before pressing the special move button, but generally a control stick flick and press of that button is all that you need to execute these special moves. When it comes to using your super moves, all you need to do is hit the special and heavy attack buttons together, plus a directional modifier, assuming that you have the meter energy to expend. At its core, this is probably the most noticeable reduction in input complexity offered by Street Fighter VI's modern control scheme. Gone are the quarter circle inputs, gone are the complex multiple button input strings, replaced instead with a simple control scheme that basically functions the same from one character to the next. If you can fire off one character's special moves and their super moves, you know how to do it for most of the roster, with only very minor character-specific input quirks to learn. 
Beyond that, the rest of the game's inputs are mapped to the controller's four trigger buttons. L2 functions as a simple grab, there's nothing else to it, that's all the button does. R2 on the other hand acts as an automatic combo modifier. While your heavy, medium and light face buttons all control their various attacks, holding R2 before mashing heavy will execute a dedicated heavy combo attack. You can't switch up weight mid-combo, so if you hold R2 and start mashing light attack, you can't swap instantly into a medium weight combo, but by either spotting where your auto combo ends, or manually cancelling it by releasing R2, you can manually start a new auto combo as the previous one ends. One really nice aspect of how the auto combo system works is that the auto combo only executes if the first hit of the combo connects with another player. That means that if you attempt an R2 auto combo and your first attack misses, you'll have an opening to back away or swap to a defensive stance, rather than being committed into the next attack of the combo that didn't connect. Lastly, there's L1 and R1, which both make use of the Drive Meter, a new type of energy meter players need to manage. L1 is mapped to a Drive Impact attack, which is a single very powerful attack that is fast and damaging, but uses up a large chunk of your Drive Meter, and if that Drive Meter runs out completely, you'll become exhausted and be unable to use either Drive Impact attacks or Drive Parry. Mapped to R1, Drive Parry makes your character invulnerable to any attack besides grabs. You can hold the button down to be invulnerable to non-grab attacks for as long as you like, but it does slowly consume Drive Meter to use. However, anytime you use Drive Parry to block an enemy attack, your Drive Meter will refill, which is the main way to keep the gauge topped up. To give a concrete example of how this new control scheme works in action, when you're playing as Ryu, Triangle by itself is Sudoken, Triangle and backwards fires off a Tatsumaki Senpu Kyakyo, Forward and Triangle is a Shoryuken, and Down plus Triangle is a High Blade Kick. For super moves, a neutral or forward Triangle plus Heavy is a Shinku Hadouken, Backwards and Super is a Shin Hashigeki, and Down Super is a Shin Shoryuken. And basically that's it. In modern mode you simply have a light, medium and heavy attack button, a combo modifier, a special button that is modified by analog stick directions, a two button simultaneous press for supers, a grab, a drive impact attack, and a held parry. No more complicated combos or inputs required. So, having had an hour to play the game, what are this new control scheme's pros and cons? Well, as a gamer with dyspraxia and ADHD, I genuinely found this the most accessible, playable Street Fighter game I've played in years. The new simplified input scheme didn't require me to remember character-specific combo strings and execute them with precise fine motor controlled hand movements in the heat of the moment. I generally struggle both with remembering fighting game combos and getting my hands to reliably execute them outside of training environments, but with this new control scheme I felt much more in control while playing. I've previously talked on this channel about the fact that the Super Smash Bros series is the only fighting game series I've ever really been able to hold my own in vaguely competitively, and a lot of what works about Smash Bros carries over to make Street Fighter VI feel really approachable. As someone who knows fighting game theory and strategy pretty well, and is largely held back by my own inability to execute on inputs mechanically, I was able to hold my own against an opponent using a fighting stick and traditional control mode pretty well, and never felt like, in a casual competitive context, I was missing out on aspects of the game. 
Now, on paper, it is important to note that there are some aspects of the game I was technically missing out on. For each of the four characters I played as during my hour with the game, each was missing approximately two to three moves off of their special move list to accommodate for the simplified control scheme. I didn't have access to absolutely every special attack using these controls, and I didn't have full control over my basic combo strings, but for me, that slight loss of a few combat options was a well worthwhile trade. I am under no illusions that modern controls will put me on an even footing with tournament level players taking advantage of classic controls to get a few extra options out of combat, but for regular play against average players, I felt a lot less like I was frantically button mashing, and a lot more like I was making calculated choices about which moves to use in combat. I may not have been playing with the full suite of moves, but every move I used was deliberate and reliably executed when I needed to, and that meant I was able to have a lot more fun and play a lot more competitively than I would have done otherwise. Sure, a top-end professional player will have an advantage against a simplified modern control player, if only because with fewer moves at their disposal, there are fewer moves that the top-end classic player has to be prepared to counter, and because, at least in the current demo build, your opponent is told which control scheme you're using, but for casual matches with friends, modern controls really impressively holds its own. This is not the Street Fighter series' first attempt at introducing methods of offering easier access to special moves. Street Fighter 4 on 3DS, for example, offered players touchscreen buttons for super attacks, but this feels like the first time it's been offered as a serious option rather than a one-off gimmick, or something offered because of a limitation of the hardware the game was released on. And I genuinely think for most casual players, this control scheme is going to make it easier to play more competitively. Without the input barrier of combo strings present, it's much easier to think about what you need to do, and to do it when the right moment presents itself. With combo complexity less of a factor, things like watching your distance from the opponent, keeping an eye on your meter, executing an attack that capitalises on a momentary opening, and learning which openings can be effectively punished becomes a lot more reasonable to players who might otherwise be distracted by trying to pull off a precise quarter turn into a rapid face-button input string. Having now played an hour of Street Fighter VI, I'm feeling really, really positive about the game's modern control scheme. Sure, I'm never going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the very top end of tournament-level players who are playing on Classic. I know that I'm trading a little bit of uh, range of what I can do as a character for this increased simplicity of inputs, but for me that's really worth it. I don't have to worry about being able to do quarter circle inputs reliably every time that I need to try and pull off a move, I don't have to remember long complicated combo strings that might vary from character to character, I don't have to get the timing right for a combo where I'm pressing every button just fast enough that it registers as, you know, the next hit in the combo. I can focus on the things I find interesting in fighting games with this, I can focus on keeping an eye on my spacing, keeping an eye on my meters, knowing when to use a certain move and how to punish a player and keep the pressure up. I can focus on the tactical elements rather than stressing about basic inputs, and that means that I am going to have such a better time with Street Fighter 6 than I generally do with this series, and I'm really excited for that.